It is a magnificent day. It's a beautiful Thursday, and it's the start of something new. We're going to spend several days in the book of Proverbs. I'm going to read through the whole book of Proverbs right now. Uh, I've been sort of using Proverbs as a uh, just something to do in between other books because Proverbs itself is not like other books. Uh, it doesn't tell a story uh, even in a chapter, and you're going to catch on to this if you haven't already. Uh, in the chapters of Proverbs, uh, verses are like beads on a string. Verses don't even necessarily connect to the other verses. Now, chapter 1, which we're going to read today, is different. But for the most part, Proverbs is the kind of thing you can just sort of drop in anywhere and read and uh, and let the Word of God speak to you. So anyway, we're just going to spend several days in a Proverbs just to get ready for the book of Ephesians, which we'll do next. Uh, so starting today, Proverbs chapter 1, verses 1 to 33. These are the Proverbs of Solomon as the book begins. Uh, remember, Solomon is the son of King David who was given a blank check from God, ask me anything you want, and Solomon asked for a hearing heart. Uh, some people say he asked for wisdom, but he asked for a hearing heart. And Solomon was considered to be one of the wisest men that ever lived. Now, he also was a fool, <laughs> uh, which just reminds us that wisdom is no match for stupidity when you know better but still do otherwise. So that in itself tells us that wisdom is, is not just about knowing things. Solomon, as it turns out, knew a lot of things, but he didn't decide or do a lot of things correctly. And so that, that just begins to help us understand what the book of Proverbs is about and how wisdom works. Uh, uh, you'll start right here in verses 2 to 4. It talks about the purpose of the Proverbs. Proverbs in Jewish tradition are called wisdom literature. It's all about wisdom. Everything's about wisdom. So what is wisdom? Uh, we have a hard time, it seems like, defining wisdom. We'll make a distinction between wisdom and knowledge, but it's hard for us really to, to put words around wisdom, probably because, as I said, our default is foolishness. <laughs> we're, we're not necessarily all about wisdom, but Proverbs could help us. Uh, and again, verses 2, 3, and 4 tell us what the purpose of these wisdom verses actually uh, is. Their purpose is to teach people wisdom and discipline, to help them understand the insights of the wise. Their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives, to help them to do what is right and just and fair. These Proverbs will give insight to the simple, knowledge and discernment to the young. So how, how do you define wisdom? I focus in there on verse 3 where it says to help them do what is right, just, and fair. Notice it doesn't say we're going to help them know what is right and just. No, no. I think a lot of us know what is right, but we don't do what is right. And that's what makes us fools and sinners for that matter. Uh, again, I, I frequently define sin as just you know to, to know better but to do otherwise. You can't ever say, I didn't know. You know That's the thing about sin. I always knew. I knew exactly what I was choosing. I knew exactly what I was getting into. I didn't necessarily count the cost or think much about the consequences, but, but I knew, you, you know, you, you always know. Uh, so wisdom isn't about just knowing. It's about deciding, making good decisions, but also doing. Uh, it's to help them do what is right and just and fair. So wisdom is really more about deciding and doing and not so much just about knowing things. Uh, verse 7, of course, is sort of the, the uh, cornerstone of, of the Proverbs. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. 
So the path of wisdom really begins with knowing the Lord's place in your life, but, but just as importantly, knowing your place of obedience before him. Like I say, it's not just about knowing what God says. It's about doing what God says. So uh, the fear of the Lord is about you know, knowing who God is and his place in your life, but most importantly, knowing your place of obedience, submission before him. Uh, verses 8 to 19, they, they kind of, uh, uh, I, I love these. There are several sections like this in the Proverbs. It, it, it sort of takes the form of a conversation between a parent, a father, let's say, and the son or the children. Uh, the implication there is that wisdom is, is more caught than taught. In other words, it's, it's something that you get from growing up in a house where parents are trying to teach you something about something. And maybe that sounds old-fashioned, uh, but I think good parents are still trying to teach their kids something about something. Um, and, uh, you know, the bottom line is the Proverbs assume that the antidote to, you know, teenage rebellion and peer pressure would be uh, home teaching. You know, I'm not saying homeschooling. Homeschooling is good, but I'm just saying parents who intentionally try to teach their children the ways of the Lord, the ways of wisdom, uh, you, you know. And so here, th this section kind of cracks me up though. My child, if sinners entice you, turn your back on them. That's good advice. They may say, come and join us. Let's hide and kill somebody. <laughs> Man, that escalated quickly. That is really harsh. I don't know what neighborhood Solomon grew up in, but I'm telling you, I mean, yeah, we were crazy teenagers growing up in Woodburn, but I never killed anybody. You know, like we tried to sneak our own food into the movie theater. <laughs> Which I know that's sin too, I guess. But but you know, man, that, man, that I tell you, this is a rough crowd that this kid's running with. Let's 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 hide and kill somebody just for fun. That's what it's, that's what it says, y'all. Uh, man, that's probably the way Edie and Jeff Holder grew up. But Tim and Tracy Harris, we did not hide and kill people for fun. Um, but anyway, the the point is still made that young people must learn to turn their back on sinners no matter what they try to entice you into doing. Uh, come, throw in your lot with us. We'll share all the loot. Uh, yeah, Child, don't go along with them. Stay far away from their paths. Um, uh, much of Proverbs depends upon this principle of the path. Stay away from their path. In other words, that's the thing. You think, man, I'll just do this one day. I'll, I'll just... I'll, I'll just, I'll smoke weed one time, you know, or I'll just, man, I will just take one drink, you know, of alcohol. Um, but uh, those decisions that you make, they're not just isolated decisions, they're steps down a path. And Proverbs will often call you to consider the destination. It's, it's not just, you know, what you, you know, intend to do, but it's really about the direction in which you set your life. And this parent speaking to the children here in verses 8 to 19, it's, it's that idea that you're making decisions that, that, that aren't isolated. That these are steps down a path, and you must pay close attention to the course, the direction that you have set your life upon. Uh, now, verses 20 to 33, uh, let me say a word about this before, before we stop for today. Um, uh, this is wisdom personified as, as a woman, woman wisdom, you, you might say. Wisdom shouts in the street. She cries out in the public square. Now, one of the things just to notice, because we're not going to read straight through Proverbs, but just pay attention because I know you know that Proverbs ends, the last chapter of Proverbs ends with the, you know, the, you know, who can find a virtuous wife, a virtuous woman? 
uh, you know, she's up all night long. You know, she's sewing her clothes and, and all of that. You know the passage, right? It's a beautiful, beautiful chapter in Proverbs and very well known. I just point out that Proverbs begins and ends with these wise women. You know, in chapter one, it's it's actually Lady Wisdom personified. Wisdom itself, wisdom herself speaks. And then in the last chapter of Proverbs, it's the perfect wife, the you know, the the the, the perfect woman, the industrious woman. So Proverbs chapter one, Lady Wisdom shouts. So so in this you know, imaginary, you know, person who represents wisdom, you're learning about wisdom. So when it says, wisdom shouts in the streets, she cries out in the public square. That's the Proverbs way of saying wisdom is everywhere. It's not hidden. It's not somehow kept secret in books that only smart people read. You know, it's not, you know, somehow only kept in the halls of Ivy League schools. You know, wisdom is not something that is hidden and protected for certain people. No, no, no. Wisdom is everywhere. She's out there, you know, she's in the aisles of Target and Lowe's. I mean, she is shouting for every dummy. You know, anybody who would pay attention. She calls to the crowds along the main street, those gathered in front of the city gate. How long, you dummies? I mean, <laughs> she's crying out to every dummy. I mean, that's what it says. How long you going to insist on being simple-minded? In other words, it's a choice. We're not talking about being smart. We're talking about being wise. And wisdom is available, always available. You can make better choices. You can choose to do differently. It's all about the you know, the, the way you choose to live. So if wisdom is so publicly available and she's shouting, not whispering, but shouting everywhere, why don't people, why aren't people wiser? You know, why do we continue to live like fools when wisdom is so readily available uh, throughout this chapter? Uh, we don't listen to wisdom because we hate knowledge. You, you know, we don't listen because we don't fear God. I mean, that's what it says here. We don't listen because we don't listen. We don't accept correction. Man, when's the last time you had to be corrected? Man, did you like that? Because nobody likes that. But wisdom would call you sometimes to listen to correction. Just basic waywardness or there in verse 32, complacency. Man, I'm, you know, man, wisdom sometimes requires more work than stupidity. You know, I can just kind of be lazy and lay here and scratch and, and be stupid, you know, whereas wisdom might require that I get up, you know, and do something that make, make a better choice, you know. And so you have this amazing speech of, of, of woman wisdom, and, uh, and, and, and I think it's amazing. Um, if wisdom has to do with making better choices, uh, you know, making good decisions and doing wisdom, then uh, part of what wisdom assumes is that choices have consequences. And that's what you find in verses 30 to 33 um, they must eat the bitter fruit of living their own way. They choke on their own schemes. Uh, simpletons, fools turn away from me, but they're destroyed by their own complacency. All who listen to me will live in peace, untroubled by fear of harm. So uh, choices have consequences, and, and wisdom teaches us to be very, very careful in the choices we make. Uh, so that's Proverbs chapter 1. Pick up right here with me. We're going to go for several days. So pick up right here, Proverbs chapter 2 tomorrow. Uh, let's start playing a game where uh, we've done this before in Proverbs. Uh, it, chapter 2 is pretty short. Uh, when you're just reading chapter 2, find your favorite verse and put it in the comments, okay? So while we're doing Proverbs, pick your favorite proverb in the chapter we're reading that day. Put it in the comments. We'll share those together. I love you.
I love you so much. Enjoy your day. Or if you're listening at night, have a good night. Sleep good. Uh, I will see you in the morning. Lord willing, 10 o'clock for Tim with Tim. You guys, it's beautiful. Get outside today. I will see you in the morning.